Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about The Deuce, Season 1, Episode 8 is the season finale, it is called My Name is Ruby, full spoilers for the episode as always. So her name we're, was Ruby. Her name, her name was Ruby, yeah. Yeah, give people enough time to stop after I say full spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I did, I get, oh, wait for the pause. Wait for the pause. And now. Yeah. Um... Yeah, obviously it was a slightly longer episode. It was about 10-15 minutes longer than usual, so it was, you know, uh, a few extra things in there. Uh, I think just in terms of quality, I mean, right off the bat, it's just it's as consistent as it's been all season. There's, there's... It's honestly maybe one of the most consistent TV shows I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's any episode that stands out, particularly in, in either direction, as better or worse than the rest of them. Yeah, because even something like Better Call Saul, which we think is insanely consistent, occasionally it'll still have a standout episode. Yeah. Um, whereas this is just very, very consistently very, very good. It's I think you know when we get to the end of the year and we we talk about our best episodes of TV and we we li- we typically limit ourselves to one from each show. Yeah. This is going to be really hard to pick an episode from. This one, well, this this might one this one may get shafted on best episode. It'll obviously be in the running for other stuff, but yeah, best yeah. episode it may get shafted because it's really hard to just yeah, as you say, pick because everything just kind of links up together. It's like I feel like after a bit of time, I'm going to have a hard time just you know telling you what was in what episode exactly. Yeah, yeah. outside of obviously you know, some, some obvious things that had to be the start or the end, but yes, uh, like so. Uh, so as we've been doing, we'll, we'll take it kind of roughly character by character, and talk about what's going on with each of the each of them in this this final episode. So, uh, so yeah, Ru- Ruby's dead. <laughs> um, Ruby we see is back out in the streets because she doesn't get picked enough in the, the parlor, and she's back outside because of that. And we, we see her talk to to Alston a little bit, uh, mm. just just friendly, you know. Obviously, uh, he's friendly with her. And we see there's obviously a scene with uh, Candy that well, she doesn't see her, but you know we'll talk about that more. It's more Candy's perspective that one. Um, so yeah, it's a very simple plot because it's basically that. And then we see her in our in our room that we've seen with the, the traffic lights, which we've we've discussed at length before. And this creepy guy who tries to take his money back and uh, like, I didn't like it, money back. And yeah, because that's how that works. Yeah. yeah, so I'm not. I'm not sure prostitution has a money back guarantee on it. No, I, I don't. I mean, and even even if the if it was more official and there was rules, I feel like it'd have to be like you caught something from her or something yeah, to I'm, get I'm money not, back. I'm not sure it's refundable. Yeah, it's not just. Oh no, it wasn't as good as I thought it would be. So, money back, please. You know. Yes, so. you, you can do that with a new phone, not with a prostitute. Because they can resell the phone. Yes, exactly. You can return it. You can't undo the sex. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> no, you cannot. Uh, but he throws her out the window. Uh, and she gets scared. She realises that he's actually kind of creepy. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, you know what? Just go. Yeah, take the money. Go. Just leave. Um, and he, you know, he flips out. She says, she makes a little comment. He flips out, turns around, comes back. And yeah, it's because he calls her thunder thighs. And, mm. and she goes, no, my name's Ruby. Yeah, right, yeah. Title of the episode. How she goes. Um... How dare she correct him? Yes, exactly. How dare? And I, I like that she took because she's she's typically okay with that name. It's like she's, you know, tons of other people call her that, and she's okay with it. I like that here. It's like, no, 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 we're not friendly. You don't get to call me that. Like, yeah, exactly. You, you're you're getting my real. You're not. Well, yeah, it probably is a real name. Maybe it isn't a real name, but the the point being is that it's the name that she goes by. Mm. 
Um, so I, I thought that was a nice touch. Um, and of course we see the effect that that has on others around her uh, in the aftermath. Alston, of course, punches CC in the stomach after he makes, a, he makes a little joke. And it is really satisfying because CC gets away with so much he thinks he's such a tough guy. And at the same time, though, he can't just come back and hit a cop. So you feel like, yeah, take it, you asshole. You deserved yeah. every single, you know, because, you know, he, he, he belittles her existence. And Alston, who we've seen, you know, as much as she is on that side of the line compared to him, he's always treated her with respect. You know, he, he makes, you know, uh, you know, small talk with her. He, he treats yeah, her like a Yeah, we had that little conversation earlier where they, yeah. were, they were nice, they were friendly. Exactly. You know, he's even talking to her about business. Oh, why are you back out here? Why are you not in a parlour? It's like, you know, it's like, yeah, we, we know how it works and they, they work together. Like I say, we've all, we've all said this, they're all in the same world as each other. Yeah, they're all part of the system. And, um, yeah, so so that's very satisfying. And Vincent makes a little... Not even Alec, he's not joking about Ruby. He's, he's just saying, oh, that sign's been damaged from the fall. We're, we're going to have to fix that. And that upsets Abby a little bit. She's a little bit... Oh, you're kind of just focusing on your own thing here. You're not really taking in the fact that a person just died. And he's like, hey, like, I, I love women. What are you talking about? Like, um, you know, I'm very forward thinking. He tries to convince her. Um, and I think it's interesting, especially because obviously his plot in this episode has got to the point where he's feeling very uncomfortable with what he's now involved in, uh, meaning the parlour and the possible second parlour, which, which yeah, really is a nice uh, three-floor parlour. Three floors with the VIP because we've seen the VIP rooms finished. We see we see Rudy in there. He's a uh, made just he's he's christened it. You know he's yes. he's been in uh, uh, mark and we see you know business is doing well. They're making lots of money. Uh, Bobby and Frankie are both flourishing with the cash. They're they're both very yeah. Happy. They're making like what was it like twenty grand in four weeks or something. Yeah, uh, so so they're very happy. So they're going to expand to this new place where it's got three floors. Uh, first, you know, first floor is like the lobby. Second will be the main sort of rooms, and then the third floor will be the VIP, like almost like a penthouse type of type of setup. Yeah. Uh, so no, is like so all this is going, but he he kind of freaks out. Like, hey, this is going too far for me. Like I don't even like coming to this place. He kind of storms out of the, the other meeting without even taking it. Like I'll just bring my money by, you know, bring my yeah, cup by the bar. To the bar. And he's kind of he's kind of pissed. And then when he's seen this new location, he freaks out, and he, he you know he kind of acts up, and he. He basically tells his brother Bobby to f off, and he gets to Rudy, and I'm like, "Should he say this to Rudy? I don't know. Maybe this is too far." And he and he says it differently. He's like, "Rudy, with all due respect, f you too," <laughs> and then walks out. Uh, and Rudy, to his credit, doesn't get angry. He's like, "Ah, oh, you'll come around." You know, he's, he's so easy going. Yeah, going. he's so, used to this, I think. Yeah. So yeah, he's upset. He'll he'll come around. And to be fair, I think over the course of it, because it feels like he's at his breaking point where he is ready to want to try and get away from all this because of he's kind of realised everything he's involved in. And then, of course, something happens where it becomes useful to him. Yes. Uh, so we find out his ex-wife uh, has been beat up by the, the guy we saw way back in episode one. And this is one of the wonderful things I think that this episode does is that it, there's a few things that really bookend the season and make it feel like it links back to the start, and this is one of them, where we find out this guy she was with way back at the start of the show beat her up in front of his kids, and he's not happy about this because uh, Bobby's in with his wife, his sister, and they're like she's she's telling them all this stuff and what happened, and how she showed up, you know, black and blue and all the rest of it. And, of course, we find out Bobby is indeed having a bit of a fling with that, that prostitute that he seemed to be... 
Tiffany, I believe the name was. Was it Tiffany? Uh, he bought her a ring. He bought the same ring for her as as his as his wife. Which yeah, that that is not going to go down well when that when that pops up. It's going to be very very entertaining though. It will be. I love because Bobby gets really upset and he's like, "Oh, f you, Vincent." You know, he's like judging me, but I'm like, "No, Bobby." I can see the scene in my head where this comes out later, <laughs> and he's going to be right. Yeah, and I, I love that Vincent's just going to be like, "See, told you." Mm-hmm. Because of course he's going to be like that. What else was he going to do? So, but yeah, so it's the thing he comes over, right? I, can, I always forget his name. What was what's, what's the henchman dude's name? I have no idea. It's, it's the one name I'm not sure on. Yeah, I, I feel like there's so many characters in this show. He's, I... he's kind of almost forgettable in, in terms of that. Yeah. yeah. Because he is kind of just the henchman. He's like, he's he's Rudy's second. He doesn't actually do anything for himself. I'm investigating here. Hold on. Okay. Oh, here we this go. Right, real professional. Go. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the bottom of this. He's Tommy. Yeah. Tommy. Does okay. that sound familiar? Not at all. It doesn't, <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure that's the guy. That's Tommy. I'll, I'll take your word for it. I believe it, but um, you could have yeah. said anything. Yeah. So he he so so the bar's going smoothly one night, and uh, Big Mike comes up and says, "Hey, come, come, Vincent, meet you downstairs in the in the storage room." And they go downstairs, and they've got a guy tied up, someone who's been stealing money from them, and. Tommy's there. You got Black Frankie there. Black Frankie's got. He pulls out a gun, puts it to his head, and the whole time Vincent's like, "What are you doing in my bar? I don't want this criminal activity going on in here." And I love how funny this scene is because Tommy's like, "Hey, what's what's in that crate there? Well, the gun, the bullet's going to hit." And he's like, "Oh, that's uh, the, the scotch, or whatever it was." He's like, "Oh, the good stuff." Oh, and he moves it out yeah. the way. Yeah. No point of order. It was Johnny Walker Black. It's all right stuff, not the good stuff. It's like the slightly above the cheapest stuff. <sighs> That's not the point. It was the point to me. It's not. No, no one cares. It's funny because it's like he's expecting the bullet to actually be shot, so he's moving that out of the way so as not to damage I, the I booze. get it, but it, it would have been funnier if it was actual good stuff. <sighs> Whatever. Opin- opinions. Hey, maybe in the 70s that was good stuff. Maybe, maybe things have changed. Nah. Oh, come on. Anyway, so so scene plays out and the guy's like basically eventually gives in he's like okay fine right this is what's happened this is how much we've spent blah 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 and Tommy's like hey right get rid of him he's like okay and he's about to shoot him he's like no 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 no. I mean take him home and we'll go with him tomorrow to get the money I was like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) like Frankie plays it's so cool and casual though doesn't he he does he's just like yeah whatever he's like ah we're all on the same team here (laughs) Um, but so he's talking to Tommy afterwards though and he's like hey I'm not like a made man right and he's like no you're not he's like yeah, but I'm good with you, right? It's like, yeah, well, what do you need? Um, and, you know, we cut to something else, but then we come to the, that pool hall that we saw back at the start of the show when we fir- when he first got to confront his wife and this, this you know, boyfriend that she's got, this asshole. And he goes in, and I'm like, oh, I get it. I get why he's... Because I actually thought he was going to have Tommy go in with some guys and rough them up for him. Uh, but he walks in, and it's this great wonder as we come through the pool hall, and he's like... He, grabs like a pill cue and he's like yeah this this will do and he's like no this one's better and he grabs another one and it's all very yeah. sweeping as he comes into the hall and he just comes up and just hits the guy in the face my favorite part of the scene though from a from an action point of view if you want to call it that is when he punches the the second guy comes up after him i like how they all go to rush him and tommy's like hey no guys one at a time as Let's he flashes fair. the gun he's making yeah. sure yeah like, i'm going to start killing folk in here if you don't play by the rules uh 
But the second guy that he punches, you see his head land on the pool table, and a little bit of blood sort of like spurts out of his mouth as he hits it, and it bounces off and goes off the table. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure if he was supposed to like die from this sort of thing. Like it almost looks like no, he just punched him to death almost. Nice. That's alive. the sort of look it was, you know, you know that that hit on the t- head and then the blood. It's like that looked pretty rough, you know. Like he's alive, he's fine. Uh, it was, it was pretty clear, but I was just saying, could have done, could have gone that route. Yeah, I think from a character perspective, though, it's the look on Vincent's face, because we actually get the entire walk out as well. We see them walk back mm-hmm. out through the pool table and going past all the other people who are still playing pool. Some of who have stopped and have looked at what's going on, some who are already playing pool again, and they're walking out. And the look in his face, it's not quite of happiness, right? But there is kind of something there. It's like this feeling of power. Yeah. It, it's like he's just realised... No, I actually have this now because of what's going on, and it's actually echoed elsewhere in the episode where he kind of gives into his new life because when he first goes back to the bar, Abby and Paul have set up some a band, have set up some live music on this Saturday night, and he's not very happy about it at first because he didn't go through him. He's like, "Oh, this isn't my what my bar's like." Uh, sure, we're making money, but like, are we making as much money because they're dancing instead of drinking constantly? You know, he's, he's questioning it. He's, not, he's seemingly not very happy. Mm. But then later on, when he's with Abby again, he's like, "Hey, if you and Paul were to do that every week, you can have a third of the take on a Saturday night. We can make that live music yeah, night. You set up, you do your thing, you get the credit, and you and you get the cash. Basically. Which is also very similar to how Rudy is with him. It is, yeah." He's almost doing the same thing. It's, it is like he's being trained. And, and then, you know, Abby, you know, mentions how Paul wants to start up a bar of his own. Mm. And he's like, well, you go in with him and, you know, essentially be his Rudy. Yeah. Um, which is funny because that's her prodding that rather than him just getting to that himself. But, you know, I, I imagine he's, he is kind of growing towards being open to it and like, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, it's setting up kind of. And I think it's why empire. he'll have such a, a problem with Rudy in the future is. He'll kind of feel too big to be, you know, answering to him. Hmm. You, th- you think that's where it's going to go? Where he's going to feel? I think it could. Yeah. He'd be like, I don't... In the same way that we've been talking about how the girls are realizing that they don't really need the pimps, he'll ah, kind of yeah, do the same yeah. with Rudy because we, you know, we talked about how Rudy was kind of his pimp, and he'll realize I don't really need you. I can do this on my own now. Yeah. Although that's where it could divert a little bit in the sense that it's it's still just a business arrangement where. Yeah, you know, his machines are in there. Like, as, as much as we have compared it a lot to that stuff, and it is very true what we, we said, I think it all correlates, this arguably could grow beyond that where he does kind of become his equal almost without... It could, it could, yeah. yeah. That said, it being a TV show, I'm naturally expecting it to cause conflict because that's, of course, that's what that's, happens. That's, that's how TV works, yeah. That is, how, that is indeed how TV works. Um, yeah, so so that, that, that's kind of where we are with Vincent uh, come the end of the season. I mean... Him and Abby see. I mean, obviously, he asked her to move in, so or not in, but get a new place together because he's sick yeah. of staying at this crappy place, and she's still, you know, sleeping at her her friend's house, and is like, all right, let's let's get something together, and uh, he's even like, yeah, we'll have an open relationship, whatever, we'll just set that on the table right now, but you know, uh, yeah. let's just do it, this because it'll be better than this. Um, so we're setting things up for season two. We're setting up where we're going. Like they, they might be living together. There might be like a second bar where he's kind of half in on, and Paul's running it because that's what Paul wants to go do. Uh, and you know, so and obviously we'll have the parlors, plural. Yeah, I, I do wonder if if Ruby will affect his decision on the parlor as well. You know, like the idea that hmm. he's going, okay, well this is quite a small parlor, and she's not getting anything, so she got she went back to the streets. But may, maybe Abby will prod him a bit more and be like okay you could be doing more to help these people 
So he'll go, all right, fine, bigger parlour, you know, more people, sure, but, she can probably get someone in there. But Abby won't necessarily know that that's what it's going to cause. Like, she doesn't know about the parlour, so she'll just be like, right. oh, we, we should do something more to help, to help these yeah, people. Yeah, of course. And he'll then take that and go, okay, yeah, if we have more parlours where they can go and it's more of a... Yeah, yeah, there's more variety, so then she's more likely, you know, people like her are more likely to go in there and be like, okay, I feel uh, safer. That's actually true, I never even thought of that when she died, that, yeah, this was, a, again, another reason why the parlour is a better place, why it's yeah, a better option. Yeah, there'll be option. someone there to look out for them. Yeah. As much as it's not the cheeriest of places, because, you know, the, the final shot of the episode, after the montage of seeing where everyone is, is just that quiet shot, and you just hear some of the noises from the rooms, but it's just a quiet shot of that hallway in the parlour, mm. uh, with all the doors. And I, I like that it starts to fade before the music kicks in, but it's... Uh, they've, they've really made a thing out of that, 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 that music kicking at the end. It always feels like it's climactic, because, like, yeah, it's time for the credits now. Like yeah. You, you always... this, this one felt a little bit different, though, didn't it? The shot itself, it, it lingered on its moment a little bit longer than it usually does. Yeah, because it was the ending. It, it, yeah, you were yeah. saying this is the, the end of this chapter, if you will. Uh, we'll see you next time. So, uh, it, it works. Um... So that, that was Vincent's stuff. Obviously, uh, just to tangent silly to Frankie um, and Big Mike, the, the, the episode started with them. They're, they're, they're masturbatories, as he was calling them, uh, or the first ones of those are installed in the store. Mm. Um, and it's, it, it basically sets up a little prank where he, he puts Big Mike in. He's like, hey, you christen it. And he goes in, but he, he's got the guy to set up a cartoon Instead, instead of the uh, the porn tape, it's pretty funny to be fair. It's pretty funny. He's, 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 that's, that, that's the sort of you know harmless prank that should be played. Sure. As opposed to what? What, what was the non-harmless prank? That I, I, I think I, I expect Frankie to do something stupid. Oh um, right, like, you know, yeah. over the top. Whereas this is like, nah, this was a bit of harmless fun. It was very, it was, it was very tame for Frankie. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, Big Mike seemed to think it was funny. Oh, it was. That's what I mean. But I think Frankie usually goes too far. Yeah. Here's here's something I was thinking. Not not to criticise their design, right? But would it not make sense to have like a tissue dispenser or something in there? It probably would, but just maybe that'll be something that comes up next season. I just feel I feel like you're going to be doing a lot of mopping when you could maybe, maybe avoid that with. Maybe that is something that'll come up. They'll be like, "Hang on, we're cleaning this way too much." <laughs> I, I, I'm, no, no one wants to be cleaning this, so let's just install some tissues. Oh, that, re- that reminds me. I forgot the the scene with Ruby and the guy starts with her wiping her stomach. Yes, it does. And it's like just jizz all over her stomach. And I'm like, oh man, guy, come on. Like we've seen a lot of like pretty rowdy stuff in this show, but that was like probably the first time I've went, oh really? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to see that. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Uh, so. So let's talk about candy. Let's talk about candy. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah, we've talked about her journey a lot this season. Uh, I think first and foremost, they've basically confirmed. Cause remember how we were saying, oh, maybe it's our our, our father. Or you know, I was thinking, father, you were thinking, you know, ex, you know, the the, the kid's dad kind of thing. Yeah. Um, seems to be the father, right? After, after I no, I agree. I, episode, I think yeah. I think last episode I said something as well that kind of led towards that. I can't yeah. remember what it was now. I remember th- mentioning it on here though. So, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, because 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 that's the thing. Um, Harvey has a he makes a little you know slur against gay people, and she's like, "Hey, don't say that." And well, it seems in character for her to feel that way because she's quite a sympathetic person. Like she's not like mean yeah. to anyone. We've never seen her be anything like that. She's like, "Hey, I've got a brother," and I'm like, "Oh, this is the first we're hearing of this. This is new." And yeah. 
we, we see that she she goes and visits her brother who's in a clinic. Um, seemingly that their dad put him in here to try and you know quote unquote cure him. You know he's he's had electric shock therapy in the past and he's on meds now. Um, and you feel really he's he's a really kind of sad character. You feel really kind of uncomfortable and like this is kind of terrible the entire time. Yeah, he there. he looks beaten down. He's kind of like, well, maybe I should be in here. Yeah. It's he's kind of, of been, he's kind of bought into the 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 lie of that he should be doing this. Oh yeah, this. he's flat out denying. He's, he's like, oh yeah, I, I like girls. What are you talking about? And yeah. She's like, no, you don't. And she goes, yeah, she goes, name one girl you've ever been with. And and she's just it's just kind of heartbreaking actually. It's a really well done scene. Given that we've never seen this guy before, just to have this one scene, and in the you know in this one scene alone, we get it. We get everything yeah. about it. Uh, and it's like okay, like her father's ashamed of both of them for different reasons. Like, he's, like, obviously this guy seems awful. I wonder if they're going to cast him for next year and we'll actually, like, get to meet the asshole. Mm, could do. Maybe when she finally confronts him. Yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me, actually. I, I mean, I wonder with, you know, the the, the, the rise in the popularity of, of the porn films, mm. will he accidentally see one with her in and be like, that's it, we've got to talk. I was going to say, he sounds like the asshole who would never go watch porn, but at the same time, he sounds like the hypocritical asshole who might go watch porn and yeah, then judge her is. for it anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they might. I can see that. He, it, it was just, um, you know, because they're, they're reminiscing about the story, and she mentions it all started because their dad found him wearing one of her dresses. Mm. And I actually really liked the moment. It's like, it's like the sad part is, I'm not even into that. I just did it for a joke. Like, yeah, you know, just yeah, thought, why not? Yeah, I mean, he is gay, but like, he's not into that specifically. He's like, I was just, a, you know, let's start to try it once. And yeah, that that was that that was it. Uh, but no, and it, I think it makes Candy even more sympathetic, seeing how she is with him. Like, she's so understanding, and she's she's trying to be loving, trying to help him. Um, and I, I think uh, it, it gives a bit more depth to her character and what she's because we already showed had the son, uh, but this is even just another layer to it. Uh, and also, just a, a bit of history again, because now we understand her father a little bit better. Like, okay, we know where she comes from. Yeah, we, we're kind of getting why she dislikes him, because obviously we were speculating that it was the father, and now we're mm. you know, we're sure of that. But we we never got why. We, we, we just she's just like, no, I've not spoken to him in years. I'm not doing that. And now you get the feeling, okay, part it's of just, it was probably justified. the prostitution as well. Yeah, but uh, you know him finding out about that. But I imagine this was a big part of it too. Yeah, because I think now it feels more justified. Like before, it's like. Like I think naturally a parent would be because even her mother is quite ashamed of what she does. Like she's often, yeah, making making comments and stuff. And I, I guess maybe that was one of the signs that we should have noticed. Like, what she's she's scared to meet her father, but she takes this from her mother. <laughs> like, yeah, how I, bad I is think, he? <laughs> I think she she knows what she's doing. She's like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna deserve this from my parents because that's kind of what parents are supposed to do. Mm. But I wonder if the father went too far with it. Mm. Oh, but just went too far with the brother. Oh, it could be just this, yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, I'm just imagining there's more to it. It's like she can almost forgive them for how she, how they react to her, but she can't yeah. forgive them for what she, what he's done to him. Yeah, it could be. Uh, because because to a certain extent, I mean, we don't know the exact how she get into the story because she avoided that question last week with Harvey. But at least typically, like she maybe had some choice in this lifestyle. Like she went down this path. She made a choice yeah. to do that, whereas her brother didn't make any choices, nor should his father be ashamed of it. Yeah, exactly. And he obviously, she's someone who recognises that, and uh, again, it makes her more sympathetic. Um, but yeah, you really see how far she's she's come, because she comes in, and 
uh, in the previous scene, she, there's, this, there's this woman who'd been, been interviewed, and she's uh, and Harvey introduces her, it's like, hey, this is so-and-so, so, so and she wants to be in her films, and it's like, oh, have you done this before? It's like, no, no, but I've seen some, and um, I own a bookstore with my husband. And, yeah, uh, she goes, oh, are you in the business? Yeah. Like, oh, run a bookstore. Yeah, because at first I didn't get what she really meant by that until Harvey really makes a point going, yes, an adult bookstore. Like, it really, really makes it yeah. clear. Um, and she's like, yeah, well, I want to do this. And they sit there and like, yeah, she doesn't look the type, which is maybe a good thing. Like, you know, we can have her be the, the innocent housewife type of yeah, person. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, and again, this is nailing down there the, the rise of the popularity of porn with, the, you know, mm. we've seen the theatres, we see, you know, we get some more of that here. We get, you know, the the premieres we got the the gay film last week was it the week before last week and last week the funny thing is, is it also correlates nicely to uh one of the pimp scenes in this episode where they're sitting talking about uh, one of the girls are saying oh she's great but you had you like he was like uh reggie was marketing her all wrong reggie obviously reggie died last week yeah uh and it's like yeah she's she, she's like the girl next door you should shouldn't be in she shouldn't be in the hooker boots and the you know the mini skirt she should be in like a, a little sort of farm dress like she should be selling her as that and it was yeah. almost the same conversation like what they're having with the porn stuff but like no we should have her like this because she will fit that role she's right for that character yes know, exactly unquote. it's playing to the playing to their strengths rather than making it a a one fits all yeah yeah um but no, so uh, Harvey ends up getting detained at one point, and they're all waiting on set. And we see Darlene's there. Darlene's giving in uh, to, to to doing the movies. And the best part of this is she puts on this big, you know, wig. And yeah. uh, Candy comes over and is like, "Hey, that wig's not really you." And I love the, you know, the, the the callback here. Like she was wearing a wig most of the season, whenever she was on the job, and now she doesn't when she's doing this. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, she even says to us, like, yeah, but you've got a wig. It's just like, yeah, I do, but I don't really need it. Yeah, she doesn't need it anymore. It's yeah. kind of the... Kind she of the she doesn't say there. anymore, but that's the point, yeah. Yeah, exactly, and she, she sits down and she, like, talks, gives her a pep talk, and it's like, who cares if someone recognises you? You know, it's fine, like, own yeah. it. Um, but Harvey doesn't show up. He's been detained. His car broke down. He's not coming. Uh, and then when they say, oh, he's not coming at all, uh, we should just all go home, she's like, no, screw that, I know how to direct, <laughs> right, you, like this set, and you come over here, and yeah, you do this. Uh, also, I love how at the end of this scene, she's like, right, uh, first up, you know, whatever the guy's name is, Billy, or whatever. Andy, and he, I think. Sorry? I think it was Andy. Uh, point is, he walks over and chaps, but he's got no underwear on, so he's just, fl- I just, it was a really yeah. funny image, like, I just wasn't yeah. expecting it, walking across the screen, I was like, oh, okay, right. Um, like, Actually, in these porn movies, are shooting, they never start dressed. They, they always seem to be half naked already. <laughs> that, that's something that's changed over the years. I think it must have. I don't know. Uh, film was too expensive back then. Oh, uh, that yeah, that to limit uh, that. No, no, no waste in time. Yeah, and of course, you actually when they're filming the scene, you actually see it's the housewife, you know, character yes. from earlier, who's uh, and they're playing like the milkman's, you know, doing the wife in the in the kitchen. When he's on his rounds, kind of you know classic stereotyping, uh, you know, uh, you know, and she's giving all these directions, and Harvey comes in and he's like, "Oh, you directed all of these?" I'm like, "Yeah, we'll finish." Yeah, she's talking about the the, the action and the movement and and being with the camera being where it should be. Following. Yeah, the, the Hitchcock Truffaut uh, yeah. conversation. Uh, yeah, except she's talking about it with junk. She's Thinking like, "Yes, pussy, yeah, yeah." We can, we can't start on the pussy because you know th- then there's no story. But if you start with the penis and you follow into the pussy, then that's you know, and yeah, you're, yeah, you're basically just describing you know action dicks, you know, dicks, dicks, where the camera moves, and 
you just don't realize you're doing it. Uh, yeah, but... she's just got a she's got a good eye for it. She's you know she's she's <laughs> she's learnt from watching. I love the idea that you could maybe turn like any film theory into porn. Like you could just say, okay, this is what you do if you. If it you might place... make it more memorable to learn. <laughs> it might actually. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's that whole point of you know in in school, you know, mnemonics like tricks and stuff. It's like no, make it something dirty because you'll remember it. Because it's funnier, like you know, like it'll stick in your mind more than just a random sentence. I don't remember ever hearing this theory, but okay. <laughs> oh, it was it was actually something I think it was like one of my old science teachers said to us, like, mm. if you make one up for you know, because there was like a thing where you had to you know, it was like a oh, make your own mnemonic for you know, learning the the the, the planets of the solar system or whatever. Oh yeah, acronym whatever. for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was like right, okay. If and then she goes, make it something dirty and or a joke because you know, like something like that is far more memorable. Than just hmm. a random sentence. Even though, even if the sentence works, if you do it something like that, you'll you'll remember it better. Yeah, let's try it. Let's let's try and apply a, a film thing to, but turn it into porn to see if it's more memorable. So a Dutch angle, the erection will look like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, get, I mean, arguably already kind of so that depend on the angle. But you know what I mean? Like, yes, yes. Yeah, slant it more. So. <laughs> Uh, so no, that makes sense. But you know, the point of the end of the scene, Harvey's like, "Yeah, we'll finish, and then we can go to this." Because he mentions they've got a premiere, and this is again showing that this is becoming more mainstream. They've got a, a red carpet premiere for a porn movie. Yes. We find out at the end of that scene, of course, that it's Deep Throat, which is a very famous, uh, you know, movie from the seventies. Yeah. Uh, I've grown to like Harvey a lot because he comes in, he, he doesn't go right. Let me get you know, yeah, he, you know, he comes in, he goes, "You've done all of this," and you think he's going to be like, you know, I didn't, I didn't say you could do that, and he's like. Okay, no, you've done a good job. Carry on. Yeah, and I, I think it's because he comes in and he hears her describing again the the, the theory, and he's like, he, I think he's impressed by it. He's like, yeah, this has probably been in good hands all day, like because he's yeah, hearing he's this. Like, he's going, you you may not have a like a an educational background. You may not know what you're talking about when you're saying this, but you know it. You yeah, know, you're, you you've got the good it. eye. You you and obviously we see over and over how she's good with the performers. Yeah, she, she she's good at talking to them and. Uh, I think, and so yeah, I think we're getting to a point next season where he may actually schedule days where he's not there, but she can direct the things while he's doing producing things. Yeah, he, 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 she's her, she's his second unit director now. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Essentially, she's upgraded from assistant. So they go to this, this, you know, this gala premiere for this porn movie, Deep Throat, and red carpet, all that. They've got like. The, the lead star's doing press for it. <laughs> They've got a press yeah. there. But obviously on the way, this is where she's in the taxi and she sees Ruby, uh, probably with the guy who kills her in a car, like, get into this I, car. I assume so, yeah. yeah. But we see, like, she, she actually rolls down the window, she's driving past and she, she tries to shout over. And of course, Candy, I, I should say Eileen, really, but she she's, you know, she's she's got nice hair, she's, you know, she's got a nice, like, coat and dress on, she's all dressed up to go to this thing. And it was really sort of showing that she's not part of this world anymore because she's behind the glass and out there's the street where she, she used she's, to walk. She's she's protected, but she's looking out at it still. Yeah, um, and you know she doesn't. And, and uh, Ruby doesn't hear her. Yeah, she's just driving on by. She's yeah. not part of that anymore. It's just a, a passing phase. So it just shows you how far she's come and how the industry itself has come because we go to this gala and like Harvey's like you know like, oh, yeah you look great and let's go on and. Uh, the, the comments. We see some various familiar faces there, of course. We see the guy who counts the, the porn money, he was there, um, and a couple of other familiar people. Uh, and then even better, like CC. Again, if you if you want to see CC be embarrassed in this episode, you're just, ma, 
you, you yes. get get your just desserts because he he tries to go in with um, with Laurie, and the guy's like tickets please. He's like no, <laughs> you don't understand. She's a, she's an actress. Still need to see your tickets. And I thought he was going to try and brave him. Instead, he just gets angry and swears at him and storms out. He he, he basically does you. Yeah. You haven't seen the last of me. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and again, it's, it's kind of this thing where he's being phased out. Like, he's not a part of this world. This, this world has no place for him anymore. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the pimps have no place in this industry. And uh, he, he is refusing to accept that, which, of course, ties in nicely to that other scene we have of him where he meets this older pimp who's retired and he's very yes. friendly with him. And he's like, oh, you should get back in the game. This is that. And the guy's like, hey, things have changed. Like, everything's different now. And hey, I'm too old as well. You have to know when to get off the stage. Like, that's the like, that's the phrase he, he yeah. uses. Uh, but he's like, yeah, everything's changed now. Like, you know, it's not like it used to be. And yeah, he mentions, because you're the douche, you know, people just go and watch porn. They don't need to, to rent girls like this anymore. Like, you know, yeah. this isn't the same place it was. Yeah, the industry's just changed. And, uh, you know, and CC, he's adamant. He's the blockbuster of the, the pimp world. He's determined not to change with the times. Is this the second time you've used blockbuster this week? Yeah, I... Ex- did I use it in something else? I'm sure you did. I don't know what it was, but I remember talking about Blockbuster this week. And and, and, and equally going, I never thought we'd be talking about Blockbuster. You sure it wasn't in this last week? No, positive. Okay, so I, it was more I, recent than that. I could have sworn it was just this last week, but you may be right. Maybe I'm, I'm just forgetting what the other thing was. But oh yeah. I'm not going to explain it. I'm just, you know, Blockbuster, face of streaming. No, we're not changing. Oh, bugger, you're out of business. Bye-bye. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so so that that's the whole thing. But yeah, you see this 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 nice big gal and they're going in and um you know, the montage at the end when we see Candace, she's on set, she's directing, she's doing things, she's she's got an important job now. So. Yeah, she she's more comfortable where she is for sure. Oh, she's far more comfortable. She she's confident, she's uh out off the streets and she likes it, so she, she looks happy. She does look happy, so no there's a, an empowered element to it and uh you know, so that that's kinda of a relief for for the season, so um, obviously stuff to, to figure out I assume we're going to meet her dad we'll probably see more of her brother and see where this, this career takes her um, yeah does it get to a point where she wants to move beyond porn or is she happy with that because like, it's what she knows still I can see her staying in porn but wanting to not perform anymore yeah because there, there is that moment where I can't remember who it was someone says oh yeah I really liked you in that scene yeah it's, with, it's the guy that. who counts the money they, they go to him yeah, yeah. Um, and Harvey's because like, they're talking about um Oh, we need different types of porn. This is what this is what sells. This is what gets the most quarters mm. in the machines. Uh, yeah. And he's basically talking about a lot of things. Like us, oh, a lot of guys like interracial, but only when it's the black guy and the white girl. They don't like it the other way around. And this, and she analyzes it, and she actually kind of like nails what it might be that appeals to some people uh, yeah. about this. Um, and he's really impressed. He's like, oh, I see why you brought her. Um, but then he adds on that little comment at the end where he's like, oh, by the way, I saw your movie where you were in the the nurses out for whatever. Uh, very good, very tasteful. Yeah, and she looks so annoyed. It's like, yeah, you've, you've just diminished me to back to what I used to do. So I think she's going to transition from performing to just being behind the camera. Yeah, I'd, I'd expect that. So uh, that's what I'm expecting from her. But uh, no, it's, it's cool stuff. Uh, so so that's, 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 that's candy. Um, so we mentioned the pimp service. There's a little bit with, uh, with Larry specifically. Where he he gets Melissa. He, apparently, he wants to evolve and do other things because he he's talking about how things are changing, and he wants to do something else. And I mean, it's seemingly he's he's going to try and get into the drug business because he sends 
he sends Melissa in to like a buyer. He's like, hey, I want you to go and get this guy. You go give him the money and bring the stuff back out. They never actually say what the stuff is, but you just assume it's drugs. You, uh, yeah, you assume drugs. I mean, because uh, it's just one bag. And it's like, okay, probably drugs, yeah. It's the obvious thing to go to, I think. But it he, is. She goes in and he's all excited about this. She goes in and, oh no, it's a sting. And the the cops come out and they're like, yeah, we can probably help you if you if you you know tell us stuff about the guy who sent you in here. Yeah, I like how immediately though she's not worried at first. She's like, ah, oh, hey guys, you know, just take me to the precinct. I know I'll stun the others. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but she's not she's not really thinking of because it turns out they're not just local cops for a start. But she's not really thinking this is a different charge. This is not the usual thing she's picked up for. Yeah, she's just like, no, it's cops. I'll do the usual. But then they're like, no, this is federal. You know, this 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 is different. Yeah, I guess the idea that's escalating, like because because Larry wants to escalate to something higher, is he's been forced into more dangerous waters because it's not the same old thing anymore. Yeah, uh, and it's obviously it's it's a little bit surprising me she doesn't give him up at all. Not yet. We see her in prison at the end of the episode. I feel like she might cave. Maybe, maybe she'll break eventually, but right. even that's further than I expected. Well, because we see that conversation with him and Cece where he's like. CC's like going, no, you can't go down and bail her out. Like, uh, you, you, if you, if they see you with that much money, they'll think you're suspicious. You can't do that. And yeah. he's like, well, that's fine. She, she won't uh, rat on me anyway. Like she's, like he's just so convinced. But the longer she's she stays there, that and and he w- isn't doing anything, then the more likely that she will, of course. And again, I think that's like that'll be the revelation to her that this old system's dead. This idea of the pimp system is going away because he can't actually help with this anymore. He's yeah, trying to evolve at the times, and he can't because now, now he can't just get her out for this. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, again, what... but the the pimps are still aware that they're you know losing ground because that uh, you know back to last week talking about how they were kind of just wasting time, gonna watch movies. Here they were like, yeah, we don't really have anything to do, but we still want to be doing stuff. We still want to be here. We still like getting all the things that we get. Yeah, they, they're, they're really they're really aimless, aren't they? Yeah, it was actually it was when um when Lyra was meeting the guy before he sends Melissa in for the meet, I was sort of noticing how empty the streets were, like compared yeah. to what we've been you know what we saw at the early episodes. Like it just feels empty now. Uh, yeah, it does. For the for the better, of course, for everyone else, but them, <laughs> the little ones that are pissed about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so we should talk, of course, um, about. Uh, Alston and that stuff with Sandra and you know the, the newspaper article and the the back and forth where I'm like is she just using him for for information or is it genuine and it feels like genuine like a lot of the times but then like she'll get upset when he doesn't tell her stuff and then they seemingly break up when he kind of backs out towards the end yeah I think so so it's uh, I, I don't know if this is the end of this per se because I feel like we're just going to drop her next season. I feel like she'll still be around in some capacity. I think we'll still be looking at her trying to work through things, but instead of having Elston on her side and helping mm. her, she'll be working trying to get past him. Yeah, I can see that. Um, and speaking of not knowing which side someone's on, we see the new captain, like sort of like he, he knows he's talking to a reporter, and he is like, "Hey, Elston, I'm going to clean this precinct up." All the corrupt cops and stuff. I'm going to get deal with it, um, but I can only clean it up if all the dirt stays in house. You know, yeah. very clearly saying, you know, don't we don't go outside to expose it. We keep it in here. I'll deal with it. Um, and he basically says, "Hey, you know, where do you want to go when this is all cleaned up?" And he's like, uh, "Detective." <laughs> and he's like, 
say no more. And he just walks off. And it, it makes me wonder, like, is he genuinely going to clean it up? Is he genuinely this good captain who's going to try and clean it up? Or was this just the carrot on the stick to keep him in line? Exactly. And I, I don't know at this point. I think it's too early to tell either way. He's, again, he seems genuine, but so did Sandra for a lot of it. Yeah, he, he seems genuine. And then there's that moment in the montage at the end where Alston comes in and sits down with his coffee and you see the captain laughing with the other cops. And it's like, hmm, like... Like yeah. I, I, you know, that, this could just be the act. This that it's just being friendly with them all before he starts like dealing with them. Yeah, but, and and you know they they might be awful at their jobs, but they might be nice enough people to have a laugh with in the office. Oh yeah, sure. Um, so it's 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 hard to say, but obviously through all this, he steals the little uh, the lodger book that yeah. um what's his face Sweeney Sweeney <laughs> Sweeney. <laughs> uh, Aye, the dick. Yeah, the dickhead, <laughs> the one who goes around collecting the money. Uh, I actually I love when they come into Vincent's bar and like, hey. Uh, have you found any little green books about this big? Um, and I love how yeah, the guy's with cute green. Yeah, the guy who's with him, the, the, the second cop's like he's like he's so terrified. He's like oh shit, this is my bad. I might keep that book safe. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's well funny. Oh, it's just really, really good. Oh. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so it's funny. It's, it's, in fact, speaking of um, just to go back to CC for a second, I forgot to mention after he's had that scene with the older pimp and. At the end of it, like this woman who's you know this older pimp's partner shows up and he's very happy to see her and he takes some groceries off her and they leave I like together. how he still has his pimp cane. He still has his pimp cane. He's, he's you not can't tell when he sat down, but and, yeah. and he's complained about the cars going. I'm not a fan of these new pimp cars. <laughs> and then he gets up with his cane. I'm like, oh, he's he's still a pimp. Yeah, so he's still so some some pimp features never die, I guess. Yeah, exactly. But Cece looks back over at Laurie in that, and he's like, hmm. And I, what I liked about this is that he's very, he's definitely feeling, uh, you know, reflective on himself and his situation. He's comparing it to this older pimp. But I'm actually not sure which way he's thinking. Like, I'm not sure if he's looking back at the girls and going, oh, do I kind of want what he's got, and I want like a steady woman and not this lifestyle anymore is he tempted by that or is he looking at them and going no this is my life i prefer this that this idiot gave this up like i'm not actually sure the way it yeah, plays it... I, I i naturally lean to the former more of he was looking at them and going oh which one do i choose to to keep with me sort of thing hmm yeah but obviously that this is before some of the later scenes where he, he's an asshole to uh to Laurie after they get rejected from the the screening, and then of course the comments with with uh, Ruby. So it's not like he's a nicer person after this, where you think he's, oh, no, he's better. So I don't know. So certainly though, it's left a lot of characters in very interesting places that are different from where they started. Um, and no, yeah. So I think it's a it's been an amusing season. Where if you boil it down to core actual plot, mm. pretty much nothing's happened really. It's all been just character. Oh yeah, it's it's it's, it's a character show. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the 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 plot boils down to uh, Matt guy gets a new bar and then opens a a, a hooker parlor, and that <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's about it. That is literally as far as we progressed. And that that's the plot. And then again, Candy gets off the streets and starts working in the film industry. Like you know, it's basically you can boil the the three or four plots down to one or two sentences, and that's the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but that's not a criticism because the character no, is so strong. It's so well directed and shot. Uh, yeah, it's it's great. It really is. It's been a. Um, uh, I mean, we said it at the start, but it's been fantastically consistent. Yeah, it has. It has been. There's, there's not been a, a single bump, and um, obviously some other little moments throughout here or there where 
you know, you see Darlene's friend is like she feels like a zombie as she's like talking to the guys and like getting their money in like yeah I, do you know we we have a few shots of Darlene uh walking through the the parlor mm. through the hallways and and she looks so out of it like she's sick of this life it's kind of hard to feel sorry for her yeah because it's she... like cause it's like you came back you you had an out and then you came back and made and dragged someone else into this with you yeah and she looks in at her at one point and she clearly feels guilty um, but then she's at the film set, and may- maybe you know, maybe she will find something better there. Maybe she will grow to like that. Well, I was, I, I was, it was a little awkward where, like I say, you know, she was looking in at, at the friend and, and feeling guilty, and and I think I was supposed to be feeling sad for her, being like, oh yeah, you know, don't want to feel guilty, you know, she, you want to, you want it to be better, but it's hard to feel bad for her when when she's kind of done this to herself because she had an out, like I say. I don't think you might feel bad for her in the 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 easy sense. Like I think it is. I I think it's meant to be a mixed emotion where you feel bad for her, but you know it's her fault. Like you you feel yeah. it's kind of like when you feel disappointed in someone for their own bad choices, but you're still concerned for them. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. I, I think it's very specifically going for that, and I think in that it's actually working really well because that's exactly how you feel. You're like, and I'm so disappointed in you. And I, like, this is kind of your it's fault. Like, it's like I really I should feel bad for you because you got you kind of got a shitty life here. Well, I think you do, but you, you you have that mixed emotion because it is like you brought this onto yourself because, I mean, you're you're, you're naive basically, and you thought you like you had things. You liked yeah, and... you you assume the first time that you know when she first got into it, assume okay, she didn't know any better. Well, that's what happens to most of these girls. You assume, yeah. and it's like, but you knew you knew well enough that you could, if you if you came back, this is what was waiting for you, and you chose to come back anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah, but like we say, the characters are so strong. Like, there's layers to her. There's layers to Vincent. There's layers well, to yeah, and that's the thing. You know, we're saying this about Darling now. She was like, like I said, the first one we attached to in terms of in in, in yeah. the prostitute. She was the first one that we were like, no, we can see, we, we've got hope for her, something better. Which is why I think it's so effective that they've done this with her, where she is more mixed and there is it's a bit more conflicting to actually like think yeah, about how you feel about more her. More interesting, isn't it? Yeah, and like I say, the, the pool table thing was a nice sort of like bookend, as was the wig thing, because it was kind of where we started, and now she doesn't need the wig. Uh, so there was, you know, those couple of things, and I think there was another thing as well that I'm, I'm forgetting, but there was just these things that kind of bookended the season, saying, no, that's where we're at the start, this is where we are at the end, um, and things have changed. In fact, thinking about it, the, the end shot may actually be similar to the end shot of the first episode with the hallway, except it was the, uh, the, ho- you know, the, the seedy hotel. Oh yeah, you're right. Actually, very, very. Because we came out of the, in that one, we came out of the door, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So think of that. Book, book ending. Good, good, good way to handle your season. Uh, so no, it's been fantastic. Uh, I am definitely looking forward to season two. Yeah, me too. Um, whenever we get it, and we'll see where these characters take. It's already been renewed, so. Uh, Maybe they'll hit the same time next year. Maybe it'll be early twenty nineteen. Who yeah. knows? I think I think I've just grown used to expecting a slip. Yeah, I'm almost expecting these these premium shows, if you will. I'm expecting like fourteen to sixteen months per season now. Yeah, yeah, or maybe even eighteen at a push, depending on what it is. Maybe yeah. not this this one because it's only eight episodes. Eight episodes and. It's not effects heavy. I mean, they're probably. They're, I mean, there is actually probably some like subtle CG in the background to hide like modern things yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but not in like you know when you think game not, of thrones has or, got like a big you know yeah or, or westworld or uh, yeah whatever. exactly yeah. yeah absolutely um 
That's it. There's a lot of extras. It feels like a big production, though. It feels like a yeah, and obviously they've done set. fantastic with the set dressing and all that. Yeah, set dressing has been phenomenal. Um, the streets, lots shots. of exteriors. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's got to have been expensive to to recreate all this to look how it has to. Yeah, I think that's maybe a big reason why it is eight episodes. Is because now if we do this for eight episodes, this is going to cost the same as what thirteen would have. If, yeah, you know, definitely. we weren't doing that. Um, so, but like. Looks fantastic. It's, it's it's felt authentic all season to the time period. At least, like I'm sure people who really know the time period might like spot some little things here or there. But like it feels, but it authentic. feels grimy and it feels like you know everything looks like it should, like you'd expect it to. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, the performances across the board have pretty much been. Yeah, it's phenomenal. hard to fault any of them. Yeah, obviously the ones who really get to shine and the you know I think Maggie Gyllenhaal's probably had the. The, the most meaty role to really like show our chops off yeah and obviously franco's been interested in having the two characters so yeah, yeah. even though individually i don't think either character has had, you know really had a massive range but between the pair of them that you know he's doing quite a lot of work yeah so all right that's just a little insert after the fact i was incorrectly calling barbara melissa because those are those are the two that have always been together so I just swapped our names around. That's why I didn't question it, because I was like, uh, like I can never right. remember which one's which. Yeah, yeah. sounds right. Um, yeah, Melissa's got the, the, the more bobble the bo- hair. The, the bob cut, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then, yeah, Barbara's the other one. That's the one who goes to goes to prison. Oh. Um, I don't know where I'm going to sort this in. Uh, ideally, I'd do it the first time I said it, so that we avoid all the comments correcting us, but that may be harder to find, so maybe near the end. But I just wanted to let everyone know we did. The spot yes. the spot if you get mistake. to this, go back and edit your comment. <laughs> yes, yes, go back and edit your comment. There you go, that's the Deuce season finale, season one done. Uh, let us know what you thought of it in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You can do that over there. But otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching TV. Uh, See you next time. Have you got anything else?